Auspicious beginning. I've shined me an hour, and I ain't doing yours. <laughs> 
Oh, well, I, I got me some new boots. They pinch bad, but uh, they got that factory shine still. Johnny, you can't wear nothing new to a funeral, especially not new footwear. Oh, I ain't never heard that. Maybe because when they was telling it to you, he's too busy listening to that bullshit about birds flying into windows. Sitting in the garage, it's uh, 6.05 on Thursday evening. And um, I'm going to a funeral. Um, a funeral of somebody I, I don't really know to be honest with you. And, uh, I mean, I, I know this woman because I know her boyfriend of many years. And, um, I used to be in a band with this guy. But we haven't talked in many years uh, regularly. We run into each other every now and again. And um, he happens to be uh, the brother of a very good friend of mine. And so I am going to go to this funeral. I, I, I really don't know what I'm doing. I'll, I'll be too completely honest with you. I think... Um, I'm going because I got a phone call from this friend of mine who said, hey, you know, my brother always really liked you, and if you could reach out to him, um, that would be great. And, you know, oh, my God, I'm trying to enter this address in the car navigation, and I'm not having any luck. And so what I did the other day, day was I called this person up and oh my god you know this this fucking navigation system in this car is so counterintuitive and such a pain in the ass that what I often end up doing is it just default just using the goddamn phone I mean it's it's just really they need to do something about this all right, Woodbridge. The town is Woodbridge. Now it wants me to put in the street, but it doesn't want the street number. See, that's where I always screw up. Because, you know, your inclination is to go and put... And then it doesn't come up with the street at all. It doesn't... It comes up with a bunch of streets in New York City. Let's see. Uh, New York City Metro. What the fuck do you mean New York City Metro? I didn't even notice it said New York City Metro. Like, who gives a shit that it's the New York City Metro area? I don't give a shit. Everything's got to be based on your, like, the fact that you're near Manhattan, right? So, all right, I think I did it. I think I finally got it. I am expecting a shitload of traffic. By the way, because it's 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 rush hour. Now turn left. Oh my God! I, all right, so now I gotta lower the volume on this because this is just. Ridiculous. Now turn left. And see, that's the other problem with this thing. You go to lower the volume, 
and it drops a new it, it, it just it drops a new point on the map. I mean, I, I don't need that. All right, if, if, I, I'm gonna end up using my phone again, aren't I? I just know it. Okay. This is gonna be a little slice of hell. There's just no two ways around it. But, you know, whoever said going to a funeral was gonna be a good time. Not only that, but Janet is sick. She uh, caught the cold that I had. Yeah, you know what? Why don't you wait until someone pulls out of their fucking driveway and then start coming up the block, you fucking douchebag! On this thing! Now turn right. Now turn right. Now turn right. yards, keep left, onto our T-495 westbound. All right. After 90 yards, keep left, onto our T-495 westbound. Ah, uh, man. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, pretty much out of my mind for doing this, but what are you going to do? Um... Let me get some heat going on in here. So now you're going to hear blowing air in addition to everything else. I'll try to turn the fan down and actually just turn the heat up a bit. All right, so I'm about to get on to the, you know, what I, yeah, shut up, lady. What I call the Lincoln Tunnel Extension. I'm on uh, the marginal highway here. And headed up this ramp that shoots you onto 495 and then south onto the turnpike this guy in front of me being very cautious about getting across the intersection because there's a cop standing there and so we're all going to wait at the green light cop now has stepped in front of me and now he has stepped back to the curb and he's waved me on And I'm expecting when I get onto this Lincoln Tunnel extension, 495, whatever you want to call it, to hit a shitload of traffic. And yes, there are alternate ways to go. I'm just not interested in exploring them tonight. I am headed to a funeral in Woodbridge, New Jersey, of a, a woman I, I don't think I ever met her. She died, I think, of complications of diabetes. And um, I'm going because she was uh, involved for, I guess, 30 years with uh, a person who happens to be the brother of a very good friend of mine. And I actually used to play in a couple of bands with this guy. He played bass and uh, we were together in the band's Missing Foundation and in another band called Wrench. All right, and now I am on 495, and now the trick here is going to be moving over two lanes, and uh, especially tricky because I have a bus bearing down on me in the middle lane here who, uh, you know, these people, these bus drivers are always very aggressive. They don't really want to yield an inch, and 
turning your turn signal on to indicate that you're changing lanes is just seen as a provocation by these people. Um, and it being New Jersey, if you heard my podcast from a few weeks back when I was driving around, uh, you know, everyone's driving like a bat out of hell. They're all crawling up each other's asses. Uh, I'm sure this guy in the right lane over here is about to pull a lane change in front of me. And, uh, I mean, generally that's why everybody's crawling up each other's asses because they know that these dickheads are going to make these sudden lane changes, you know, generally without signaling and, you know, cause you to slam on your brakes and run the risk of the person behind you hitting you, rear-ending you. And so that's why we all drive up each other's ass, in case you were wondering. It's stupid. I agree. It's incredibly stupid. All right, I got the easy pass on the car. So that's good. I'm going to just get into this left lane right behind this big old New Jersey Transit bus. And yeah, there's a lot of traffic on the roads. I'm hoping the turnpike is moving. The uh, wake runs from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And, uh... I don't know. I don't know if the funeral was this morning or if it's tomorrow morning. I, I don't know if, you know, what the deal is with this wake, if it's going to be like a casket at the front of the room or, you know, sometimes there's an urn at the front of the room. I, I really don't know what they expect. I know I won't know anybody there except for this uh, brother of a, my friend. And I know as you get older, you're attending more funerals. There's just no way around it. I haven't been to one in a little while anyway. I think the last one I went to was a family death. Um, Janet's uncle. All right, and we're getting... Keep left onto I-95. We're getting all sussed out here. And again, um, you know, if you come driving in New Jersey, I, I guess, oh man, why? Wow, this person is stopped here? Wow, no, that's not a good place to be stopped. That's not a, that's, wow. Wow, this person is stopped just beyond the toll booth here. Just sitting there, uh, you know, I, I would imagine because of some kind of mechanical difficulties, there's really no other valid reason to be sitting there with your four-way flashers on. Holy shit, that person's about to get slammed. Uh, because, you know, people come out of these, these toll booths and they think it's like a race, you know, they're just flooring it. Wow. Very, very dangerous. I mean, if that was me, I would I would be out and I would be pushing that fucking car off the road. You know? And rather than just sitting there waiting for someone to plow into me. Delays ahead. Be prepared to stop, says the big sign up above. Alright. I am on the New Jersey Turnpike, headed south. 
uh, about to pass this big transfer station, this railroad station here in uh, Secaucus. Is it Secaucus? I'm trying to remember now, but um, not that far away from Newark Airport or Liberty Airport as they've renamed it. And uh, of course, you know, if you're going to drive to a funeral, you're going to think about mortality. And, you know, I've been thinking about mine. I've been thinking about what it would be like if I lost my wife, whom I love and adore. Um, I would be devastated. And this, this person is pretty devastated, judging by his Facebook posts. There's been a number of them over the last few days that are really heart-wrenching. Um, where he's putting up pictures of his uh, girlfriend and talking about how he doesn't know he'll, how he'll ever live without her and how he'll ever get over losing her. And it's, it's, it's just sad. I don't know how else to put it. It's just very sad. And maybe that's why I'm compelled to go and see him. And I don't really know what I'm going to say or... Death comes for us all, doesn't it? I'd like to think I got a few more years left on me. I'd like to think that I got, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to put a number on it. <laughs> I know my mother and my father were able to make it into their 80s, just into their 80s. And uh, I think that's pretty good. I'd be okay with that. I, you know, I would be okay with anything after the uh, the age of 80, which is not that far off from me right now. When I think about it, it's 27 years away, and it's suddenly 27 years doesn't seem like a lot. I I remember reading one time the reason for that is that as you get older, you have more units of time to compare to um, to compare a year to to compare a month to a week to and so time seems to compress in a way just because you have more experience of time so the longer you live the less a year seems like a year does go by in a flash and so I would like to think, you know, that at some point, first of all, I can stop working. That would be nice. Uh, I know that work, uh, you know, keeps you productive. And I know that work gives you a reason to get up in the morning. And I, I understand all those things about work, but work sure is a pain in the ass. I'll tell you that right now. No matter what you do, I don't care what it is. It could be the most fulfilling job in the world, personally satisfying, whatever. It's still, it's still work, right? So I would like to be retired someday. I'd like to be able to choose what to do with my day. I'd like to have long stretches of time where I didn't have to think about, you know, waking up at 6 a.m. the next morning. And uh, I got my vacation coming up, which will be nice. And um, tomorrow's Friday, so a week from Saturday, the day after tomorrow, headed back to California 
And uh, I've been heading out there ever since the year 2000, I think. Maybe even 1999, I don't remember. It's been quite a few years now. I don't think I've really missed a year. Uh, going out there to see Kaz. And uh, he'll be a guest on a future Aerial View podcast, by the way. And I always look forward to it. I always enjoy it. You know, there's always that whole build-up beforehand of uh, what to see and what to do. Okay, thank you, lady. And I'd like to think I uh, will move out there at some point. That goes along with the whole mortality conversation. You know, um, someday this will all be over. And... uh, You know, one of the things that's also putting me in this frame of mind is I finally got back from this company that digitizes your old home movies. I finally got back these home movies I sent them of uh, my family from back in the day. My father, at some point, had gotten himself an 8mm camera. You know, it might have even been a Super 8 camera. I'm not really sure. Uh, No sound, you know, just silent movies. But uh, 26 minutes of uh, my family from eons ago, from back in the 60s, uh, there's a little bit of us on vacation in Pennsylvania. We uh, used to go to this um, farm where you would live on the farm for a little bit and there was a lake and you would eat in the big old farmhouse and um, the food was always fantastic and fresh, you know, fresh eggs, fresh milk fresh butter, all that shit. I guess it was a dairy farm, right? And then there's some other little bits of like my brother Mario's communion and uh, vacation up in Catsk- in the Catskills. And it's weird. Uh, and then a lot. there's a lot of Christmas stuff that I had forgotten about. But it's weird. While I was watching it, because I watched it just now, it, it, it arrived today, this DVD. I remembered it all. I mean, I, I remembered seeing these films I remembered being in these places with my family I remembered these vacations it was pretty wild and uh, what I hope to do for this okay all right will do thank you lady uh, what I hope to do for this podcast is to narrate the uh, the visual narrate the video and combine the audio with the video and make that part of this thing Put that in the newsletter or somehow figure out how to get it to you so you can see it. And this asshole just cut in front of me. Thank you. Fucking douche. Uh, Turnpike South. There is Newark Airport. I can see the flights stacked up coming from the south. Trying to land, I count four. A little bit of rain falling. It's now 6.28 in the evening. And uh, of course I did not bring an umbrella. And 
I doubt there's one in this car. So yeah, the whole movies were putting me in a, in a mortal frame of mind. Because you look and there you are at, uh, you know, the age of five, the age of six, seven, eight. And you realize all the time, all the water under the bridge. And then you see all the people who are dead in the home movies. And that includes my brother Mario, who, uh, oh, it was last week, was the, the fifth anniversary of his passing. My sister Joni, who the anniversary of her passing and I think it'll be 10 years. She died in 2006. It's coming up uh, Monday, February 8th. And then, uh, of course, my mother, who's gone, and my father, and my grandmother. Both of my grandmothers were in these home movies. And uh, various aunts and uncles. I don't know. A lot of... A lot of mortality. A lot of death. And... Now, when people die, like this uh, this woman whose wake I'm headed to, and you think of what to say to those who are still among us, what is there to say, really? I mean, what could you what could I possibly say? I mean, I suppose all I could do is go down there and listen and try to be a friend and you know show some support. Um, but anything you say just sounds like platitudes and bullshit and you know and of all the things to be doing on a Thursday evening in February I hope Janet understands because I I somehow got the feeling that maybe she didn't want me to go you know and because she's not feeling well she would have preferred I stayed home she's already asked me to cancel my Super Bowl get-together for Sunday because she said she wasn't really up for hanging out late and having company over and noise and you know I understand and I was ambivalent about the whole thing anyway because I invited over this uh, person I know from work I don't want to call him a friend because we're not that friendly yet I would like to be friendly Uh, and then he kind of surprised me by asking me if it was okay if his wife came the other day and I wasn't expecting that and I thought he had told me his wife didn't like football I mean that was the whole reason I was inviting him over to watch football in my house and uh, I don't give a shit about the Panthers and the Broncos frankly I could give a fuck um, but you know it's the Super Bowl and it's an event and blah 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 you watch the fucking commercials and blah 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 I'm doing 60 miles an hour. People are uh, really, really passing me. Really passing. Really going fast over here. Right now, I'm up against uh, Newark Airport just uh, watching a plane land. And over there is Ikea and the Elizabeth Center with the Toys R Us and all that bullshit. And uh, I'm doing about 15 minutes according to the built-in navigation on this car. So that's not bad. That's not bad time. I actually didn't hit nearly as much traffic as I thought I would. Pleasantly surprised, you might say. You know, and again, you know, when you think about mortality, you get around to your own at some point. You get around to thinking about your own death. Prepare to keep left after two miles. 
And, uh, you know, I think about mine. I think about when it will be upon me and my health and how many more years I have with Janet and all those kinds of things and what I'd like to accomplish before I'm dead and, you know, this radio show and my job and a whole bunch of other things as well. And I've always been somebody... And uh, I don't, I don't say this like uh, thinking it's a good thing. Believe me, who's never really had a plan, and who has all, you know, always really just gone from one thing to the other, and sort of, um, you know, blundered my way through life. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And you know, if you were to tell me years ago that I was going to end up being a talk show host for a living, I I don't know, maybe I would have believed you because I always carried a radio around, the radio was always my favorite thing, I always loved listening to the voices coming out of the radio and being entertained by the radio, so maybe I would have believed you, but I still find it hard to believe myself, you know, like many of you out there, I feel like a fraud and a failure, in other words, start with F, and So I don't know what's next, you know, what the next chapter is. I just sort of go along trying to roll with the punches and I have some vague idea of where I would like to be in five years and that's, you know, living on the West Coast. I still want to go where it's warm, you know, and live where it's warm. Um, you know, and we'll see if we, we can actually do that. It's really, it fills me with dread on so many levels because when I look around my house and I see all of the shit that I actually own and all the stuff I'd have to get rid of in order to move and I think about that process of packing that house up and getting out of it, uh, you know, it, it's... It kind of messes up my mind. Um, I also don't want to be one of these people that just is going to stay where I am forever and ever and ever and ever because, you know, like my mother was one of those people. She did not want to leave that house in Lindenhurst. And, you know, she had put down her roots there. And for whatever reason, that was where she was going to die. And that's pretty much what happened. And I would like to think that I, there's still a chance to try something else, to live in another part of the country, to see what it's like in another part of the country. I mean, I might get there and decide it's the worst decision I ever made. Who knows? Who the hell knows? But man, last week, shoveling that snow for two and a half, three hours, moving it from one place to another, and... Uh, talking about 26 inches of snow and there's really no place to put it and then today it's pretty much all gone you know I'm like fuck you fuck you snow I would like to live somewhere where the weather isn't a factor where the weather is nice is that so much to ask
another dickhead just cut in front of me and he's got those LE plates law enforcement fuck you law enforcement god <sighs> all right so uh, now it's telling me i got 11 miles to go i should be coming up upon it soon the exit because I know it's over by Rawway somewhere. Matter of fact, I, I'm going to get in the right lane just because I'm tired of these douchebags passing me on the right and getting in front of me. Speed limit is 65. I'm doing 59 miles an hour. And uh, I got maybe a car length and a half between me and this, I think it's a Jeep in front of me, some kind of Cherokee. And uh, watch as somebody zips into that length and a half. I don't doubt it. This is the part of New Jersey that always smelled the worst. When I was a kid, when we would go visit my relatives down in English town, my mother had uh, relatives down there and you know over here by the gas tanks the refinery uh, it just always smelled like you know toxic shit and this is what people think of when they think of New Jersey of course they think of you know this semi that's in the left lane that's going way too fucking fast and crawling up the ass of this little tiny car in front of it and they oh there you go there's the douche the douche in a honda gonna pull in front of me there you go you fucking douche all right it's not telling me to exit yet so i'm not exiting just yet You know, this uh, navigation system I was saying earlier, it, it doesn't fill you with confidence. Because, you know, every once in a while you'd like it to say, 10 more miles, 5 more miles, 3 more miles, whatever the fuck. And it really just doesn't do that. Because uh, you sometimes think, well, it stopped working. It just plain old stopped working, didn't it? Thirty-nine now. More planes stacked up, trying to get into Newark Airport, where I will be flying out of next Saturday. Eight a.m. flight. Eight a.m. Yeesh. You know we like to give ourselves two hours to, uh, you know, get to the airport to make sure that we're all checked in, to make sure that nothing goes wrong to delay us getting to the airport and, but man that means we're going to be leaving the house at I don't know 5.30 in the morning I still haven't arranged the ride to the airport I 
All right, in front of me is a semi of some kind. It's bobtailing. It's got no trailer attached, and he might be speed governed because he's only doing, I don't know, 53, 54, maybe 55. And I'm kind of stuck behind him. But that's okay. You know, there's no worse feeling, really, than driving the wife's car. It, it doesn't... Uh, this is why, even though I haven't driven my car anywhere since September, so that's how many months? October, November, December, January, February. Uh, and I won't be driving it for a while because I got my other foot operation coming up at the end of April, supposedly. And it sits there in front of the house and just uh, rusts even further. There we go. Thank you, lady. Um, I refuse to get rid of it. I refuse to not have a vehicle because I don't like driving someone else's car, especially my wife's. It, don't get me wrong. It's a great car. I, I mean, I think, you know, it gets uh, incredible mileage, gas mileage. It, uh, it's comfortable. The heat works well. It's you know, got all kinds of modern conveniences that my car doesn't have. Satellite, radio, the whole damn thing. But still, I just worry, which is why I'm always driving with a dash cam on. And uh, just in case, I have to explain to the insurance company what happened. But... I'm thinking it's time to upgrade my car. This also goes along with the whole mortality thing because, you know, I, I've had this car now, this 1983 Mercedes-Benz turbo diesel, now has 228,000 miles on it. I've had it since, I think, 2003. Uh, that's a long time. It's 13 years with this thing. And it's, I think I'm overdue. And, you know, I'll be dead someday, so why the fuck not? Speaking of dead, my sister calls me the other day and, and says essentially that... Exit the highway at exit 11. Exit 11, thank you. Uh, my, my father's third wife had died. She died of breast cancer. And that there may be some money. Oh, you come on, you dick. This fucking truck driver doesn't know what he's doing. I don't mean one of those, I don't mean like a professional truck driver. This guy's driving a box truck here. Box van, box truck, whatever you want to call it. And I guess he doesn't know that he's supposed to get out here. So, long story short, you know that there's some money left in the will. And it may be just enough for me to, uh, you know, pay off some debt. And once I get debt free, I could think about getting back in the debt by buying a car, right? Yeah, fuck you, pal. Fuck you, you dick. Yeah, I'm not going fast enough for you, right? You fucking douche. 
Oh, I hate people sometimes, man. Driving really brings out your people hatred. It's just there's nothing better for indulging in your hatred of people because of the way they act, the selfish, shitty ways they act. Well, that's easier said than done, but let's see what happens beyond the tolls here. I sure do hope that person's okay. That person who was stuck just past the toll booths up there. These modern tail lights are so fucking bright. They're blinding. In a quarter of a mile, keep left onto RT-184, King George Road, then keep right. I hope this is what you're wanting me to do. I think it is. Headed for Woodbridge, going to a wake. I guess it's a wake, right? Alright, this is really my first stop since I left the house. Pretty much. First light just turned green too, so. Oh man. In three hundred yards, turn right onto US nine northbound. Oh yeah, and then what? Now turn right. US nine northbound. 
Where are we going? Where the fuck is this place? Give me some more directions, lady. Come on now. You can do it. Don't leave me hanging here. What's next? God almighty. I'm in Woodbridge. After 300 yards, keep right onto CR 514, then turn right. from Pennsylvania just fucked me up. Now turn right. Fucking douchebag. Definite lack of illumination around here. Can't really see shit. I'm closing in on it, however. In 300 yards, turn left onto RT 35. Turn left. Here we go. I must be nearing in on it, right?
300 yards, turn right onto CR604 Green Street. Oh, that's where the funeral home is. It's on Green Street. All right, almost there. Got a Shell, got a Sunoco, got a Raceway. Boy, you got your choice of cheap gas around here. Now turn right. Destination on the left. Uh, that's a do not enter. Great. Ah, shit. All right, now I'm going to be stuck here, right? Because everyone's being a dick. I just pulled in the exit. And I have arrived. And hopefully there were no cops around to see that. All right. I am going to go into a funeral. <sighs> see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.